Have you ever wondered to yourself why school is from 8.30 to 3.30? Or why non-shift work is 9 to 5? We don't really question it. At least I didn't. Because we just accept that that's the way things are. But the pandemic has really forced people and businesses to change. And I predict it will change how we think about work in the future. If it hasn't already. With all the changes to remote working arrangements, working schedules, and the effect of changing technology, the concept of work-life balance is also in question. Actually, I don't think it's a question at all. Because I don't think work-life balance even exists. From DMSK, I'm Deepa Masuria, and you're listening to Thousand Miles, the podcast series documenting my journey as an entrepreneur. The past two weeks have been a whirlwind. Sean decided that we should be hosting an event for DMSK called Table Talk. In this event, he asked the team to look for micro-influencers across Canada with a good social media aesthetic and invite them to this event. We would host them, introduce them to each other, introduce them to our company DMSK, and we would have an entire day of shooting fun content with everyone. At the end, we would host a roundtable discussion called Table Talk, where we would allow these content creators to voice their opinions and perspectives on DMSK's motto, which is, invest in yourself. Now, I may have mentioned this in the past, but if I haven't, Sean is a doer. He has an idea, and he just does it. I'm a planner. I like to think everything through, then execute. To host an event like this with proper planning would probably take around three months, maybe two, if we want to be ambitious. Sean gave us five weeks. So while the marketing team was frantically looking for influencers, interviewing a ton of people, then organizing flights, accommodations, getting photographers, makeup artists, videographers, developing content ideas, and God knows everything else, I was working on trying to get the product to its completion so we'd have something to shoot. Why did we do all this? Well, Table Talk Weekend stemmed from my expectation that we need to revamp our entire company. And I told Sean, I expect more from our marketing department. I know I'm not good at marketing, but I also know what I want. And I have high expectations. After a year of learning from launching our beard products, we're moving into skincare, something I'm really passionate about. Our beard oils are a premium product with high quality organic ingredients, and I want our company to only provide premium products moving forward. So I've been working with an R&D company to create a skincare line for DMSK this past year and have created an amazing line of products, products that even dermatologists would sell in their offices. But our marketing videos and images are not premium and it's really been bothering me for months. At the end of the day, right now where we are in our business, it is not the product's problem. It is the marketing's problem. So after a year of letting Sean try whatever he wanted on the marketing front, I put my foot down and said we need to revamp our website and social media to reflect that we are a company that offers luxury products. And that's what Table Talk Weekend is supposed to accomplish. Our goal is to create new videos and images that show we are a luxury brand with the creators we flew into the city. So because we only had a few weeks to pull this off, The last couple of weeks, we were all crazy busy trying to get all of our assigned tasks done. It was insane. 
working day and night with a bunch of status update meetings to rejig and reorganize tasks constantly. And to top it all off, our kids caught a cold <coughs> one week before the event and we're home for half the week, which meant we lost even more days to get this done. Say lovey. Finally, our influencers fly into Edmonton, and I'm pretty sure I only got four hours of sleep the night before, so I was running on adrenaline the entire weekend. So where was the balance this month? There was no balance. I don't remember the last time I had a chance to go to the gym. We've been ordering food constantly because we didn't have time to cook or clean, and besides washing our dirty laundry, the clothes sat in the laundry baskets because I didn't have time to fold or put anything away. Life, this past month, was lived based on priorities. If it wasn't a high priority, we didn't bother doing it. And this isn't the first time my life has had these phases of busyness. When I was articling for my CA and CBV designations, it was the same thing. Studying or working for days on end until exams were done. And I've come to the conclusion that life today is significantly tougher from a career standpoint than it was for our parents' and grandparents' generations. Do people with careers work 9-to-5 jobs anymore? Where did the 9-to-5 even come from? I went down a rabbit hole and realized it came from the Ford Motor Company. They introduced the 9-to-5 working schedule, which was then standardized by the Fair Labor Standards Act in 1938, mainly in an attempt to curb employee exploitation. But people also had a different mindset around work at that time. Work was work, and life was what you did after work, and at no point did the two mix. This is how it's been for most of the past century, until a little over a decade ago. Growing up, having a family desktop computer meant you were really advanced. No one needed a computer, it was just nice to have. You could play games, maybe type something to print out, sign into email in the mid-90s, but for most of us, that was it. If you had a computer at work, work was still work, and everything else that you called life happened away from work. But as technology got better, devices became smaller, Wi-Fi became more prevalent, and cell phones became mini-computers, the idea that work was work and life was life stopped. Now, work and life happen simultaneously, yet the idea of working 9 to 5 still remains, especially when we think about work-life balance. It's an archaic mindset, but we've been ingrained with it, which is why I think many of us struggle with the concept of work-life balance. We've been trained to believe that the two are separate, and now that they're not, it's hard to find the balance. How often have you received a work-related email after hours, and you see it sitting in your inbox while you're at home because you picked up your phone? You know you shouldn't look at it, you know it can probably wait until the next day, but just seeing it there makes you anxious. What if it's important? Maybe I could get a head start. Is my boss going to get mad if I don't respond right now? And with the rise of the creator economy, where lots of people are trying to become an influencer amongst a society where people's attention spans have shortened, it feels like you always have to create new content just to be remembered. Work can be 24-7 if you let it. So how do we change? How do we find work-life balance in the brave new world we live in? In my opinion, we need to change the way we think about work and life by abolishing the idea that 9 to 5 is still a relevant concept. It is not. 
If you have a laptop and a cell phone with data, you can work wherever and whenever you want. And the next idea we need to learn is that balance comes from us in the form of priorities and expectations. There will be phases in life where you will not have any balance. But understanding that these are phases that will pass helps. Because when these busy phases are done, you can take a break to recharge. And on regular days, if you want to achieve balance, you have to decide what you need to have to achieve balance in your life. What do you enjoy doing? Is it meditation, exercise, or hanging out with friends? We all have different needs, so balance will be different for everyone. But whatever it is you need to do for yourself, you have to make it a priority. Because if you don't, it's so easy to fill your time with work. A lot of women have a hard time doing this, especially mothers. We give and we give and we give. And when it's time to take, we feel guilty. So we don't. But there is nothing wrong with being selfish. Assuming your selfishness isn't hurting others. Think about it like this. In the event of an emergency on an airplane, you must secure the oxygen mask on your face first before helping others. Because if you don't, you'll lose consciousness and can't help anyone. We also need to prioritize balance for ourselves. Because if you want to be your best, especially for those around you, you have to take care of yourself first. Thank you so much for listening. My goal this year is for more people to listen to the show and that's where you come in. I would be so grateful if you could tell two people who you think would enjoy the show to have a listen. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you again, and I'll talk to you soon on our next episode of Thousand Miles.